to this week's episode of the Clubhouse End podcast. My name is Larry Quidditch. On this pro podcast, we talk about all things happening within the spheres of Zimbabwe cricket as uh, stuff happens. And a lot of stuff has happened since the last one, notwithstanding one of the big stories being uh, some of the changes, uh, the appointments that have been made by the Zimbabwe Cricket Board. I will go through some some of that, the technical aspect, the uh, the 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 go- there were no change. They made him have slight changes to the captaincy, um, substantiating. We'll talk about it. <laughs> I don't know. And then also uh, there is uh, the, the, the 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 four well, the first class season is essentially over now, and uh, I just have a few comments on that. Not many things to say on that. Just to say, the first class season happened, and that sort of thing. Pro Fifty final is coming up. On the 13th of uh, March, I'll preview that just a little bit. And uh, there's going to be a T20 tournament, domestic T20 tournament coming. And it's got a slight twist. And there's a women's Pro uh, 50-50 final that's coming up as well. So quite a lot of things happening uh, and as far as cricket is concerned. But as I say, the big story is uh, Zimbabwe Cricket Board met on the 7th of March and made some resolutions. Uh, there is, uh, for the Zimbabwe national team uh, position, Lal Chand Rajput remains as coach, as expected. I don't think there was that that discussion was to sit and discuss his position. Uh, I will have a bit of a chat on that before, uh, after I go through. There, there, there are a couple of big, uh, I'll say major changes. Uh, Stuart Matsikinier is no longer the batting coach, but is now the assistant coach. Uh, the, main, the, the thinking behind that, I'm not sure. The assistant coach is of, often an understudy. But sometimes a buffer between the players and the head coach if sometimes the team or rather the the, the board feels that maybe the head coach isn't really quite communicating well with the team. So I don't know what that means. Ultimately, the head coach's decisions, but once there's an assistant coach, obviously he has a bit of a say in what's happening and the players can uh, decide that they can have a chat with him instead of the head coach. Uh, yeah, so that could be a situation. Batting coach coming in is Lance Klusner. Uh, Shepard Makunula is uh, the uh, fielding coach. Just a bit on the batting coach. I think there was a need for a change uh, in that respect. Um, I think there was a point that we plateaued a little bit. As much as I liked uh, Stuart Sikinieri's um, uh, work, I think he he's a better all-rounder coach, like coaching different aspects of the game, I think. That's my personal thing. Because when you look at it, um, I want to mention that at the departure of uh, Douglas Honda, if you look at the 30 points odd that Zimbabwe have had in the uh, attempt to qualify for the World Cup in 2023 next year directly, uh, Lauchan Rajput has won 10 points. That's against Ireland. Um, then Stuart Matsikinere won 10 points. That's against when he when won against Sri Lanka when he was the acting head coach when Rajput could not go there. And then Douglas Hondo, who was the bowling coach, but is completely being left out of the technical aspect at the moment. He won 10 points on his own. 
Um, so I don't know. It's just kind of one of those situations where you kind of like, why is he out and everybody's left in uh, and batting coaches coming in? Um, there's a lot of the other positions are kind of the same. Shepard McConaughey is a fielding coach. Mufaro Chiturubadi is an analyst, physiotherapist, Trevor Wambe. Team manager is Dilip Chuhan. Media manager, Darlington Majonga. Logistics manager, Love More Banda. And team doctor, Dr. Solomon Mazogo. Uh, what I must add is that there is no bowling coach or fielding coach that has been mentioned. It seems they say that, sorry, bowling coach and fitness trainer is what I meant. So they just sort of like saying, we're going to we're gonna mention that in a couple of weeks. There's still time because I think the next, the first um, internationals that we're going to have Zimbabwe is probably towards the late end of April. I'm reliably informed that there are a couple of series that will take place between uh, now and the qualifier in uh, at the in J- June, July. Oh, I don't even know when the qualifier is. <laughs> uh, as far as the changes are concerned, I'm not sure. I I I, I really don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, right now, our big focus over the next 12 months is qualification for the World Cup. And if uh, Rashford doesn't make the T20 World Cup, I don't know, because we're playing against teams like Jersey and, you know, like they're not they're not barnstorming sides. So if we don't make it for the T20 World Cup, I, I just kind of like think like, whoa, dude. Like, what are you still doing there? Like I've always said, there is a defense to Rajput's tenure, why he's lost a lot of matches. Because in his first year or so, there was the, the, the ICC, I don't know, under six months or so, the ICC, uh, no, that, no, that's even 2019, 2018, the senior players, uh, players, most of them white, refused to play for Zimbabwe at that point. And so, yeah, that's the time you get had guys like Liam Roche playing and stuff like that. So, you know, those and we're playing against Pakistan and Australia, the number one teams in the world, number one and two T uh, T20 teams in the world. And then we went to South Africa where there was a bit of a fight, uh, even though we lost some of those matches. And then we went to um, what is that other country? We went to Bangladesh and won a test there. So. And then we could have drawn the second one. Um, then another one of his highlights is beating Bangladesh within two days in uh, in a test match. Although we then lost the third, second one in five days. And in Bang- and you know, a couple of matches in, in test matches. I mean, Zimbabwe took matches to five days in a couple of times. And there, there have been some... And, and when, when there was a bit of a performance coming in, there was... Uh, the ban when we went to uh, when we went Ireland and Netherlands, the team was pretty much broken up at that point, and just kind of like thinking, okay, this guy can't catch a break. He probably thought to himself, so I can, I, I understand why his results probably haven't been the way he has. Whether he could have improved the results if those interruptions hadn't taken place is a different story, but it's something we we won't know. But if he doesn't take us to the T Twenty World Cup final, his position might just become untenable. Now, going to other things happening within the the Bajikolisia national team, the convener of selectors is David Mutendera still. Elton Chikumbra is now also a selector, along with Prosper Lutea and Gavin Ewing. rather. Uh, looking at the why this is interesting for me, because then in the under-19 men's national team, 
uh, Prosper Utsaya is the captain, uh, is, is the head coach. But recently, the batting coach for the Under-19 was Elton Jigumbura. And he's now also the convener of selector for the Under-19 team, which kind of sort of like stacks him up with a lot of responsibility at senior as well as uh, junior level. Um, I, I don't know how that will work. Uh, honestly, I think if we had Prosper would say just being among the selectors there and then getting a different voice outside the system of, you know, development system, that would make more sense because what often is a problem within uh, a lot of this selector type of system is, is that when everybody's kind of within the same thought process, everybody sits down and say we're doing the same thing, uh, it, it kind of creates a problem. I think if we had a selector coming from a a different, I would say, what do you call those? Um, what do you call it? Like, you know, like when we had um, Kevin Zell, when he was uh, Kenyan Zell, when he was coming from, he was from Midlands and so forth. So if someone's coming from a province and they're seeing things with a completely different eye, I think that would make a lot more sense for me. Right now, you've got a lot of people who are just involved in within the same structures and their thinking is might end up being the same. Gavin Ewing is in there, but I would have liked it to be a, a, a little more, I don't know, a little bit more crazy if you want, if, 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 if I must. Something that is less predictable. But let's see. I mean, at the end of the day, they might have sat down and thought, wow, let's have a think about this. But then also I asked the question because Elton Shigumbra is still also convener of selectors for under 19. His selector in the senior men's team. I then asked the question, is he still doing the same job that he was given with, um, uh, what's this guy, a former bowler for Zimbabwe? Is he doing the same job that he was given when he when he was uh, uh, what it was was called a scout, you know, when he and Kyle Jarvis? There's no mention of that, so I don't know if if this is kind of one of those situations where you have a uh, a Collingwood situation like you did in the United United Kingdom, where there is just a lot of responsibility being given to one person and a lot of authority being given to one person. Uh, looking at the captaincy, the test captain is Sean Williams. The vice captain is Regis Chakava. Uh, the ODI and T20I captain is Craig Irvin. And also the vice captain in that format is a Regis. In those both, both of those formats is Regis Chakava. Uh, for me, um, uh, I'd say Craig Irvin is a no-brainer. The Shaw Williams one, there was no, I don't think there's any rush. I, I don't even think Zimbabwe are going to play any test this year. Maybe uh, there's a full tour by Afghanistan expected at the end of the year. So maybe then that's when Sean Williams as a test captain is going to be coming to play. Looking at the women's team, Gary Brent, that's the headline, is the new senior women's national team coach. He takes over from uh, that man by the name of Adam Chifo. I think that was necessary. I think the team had gotten a bit stale. I think Adam Chief had done a great job to take Zimbabwe to where it got to. Uh, but you could see that some of the, there were a couple of shortcomings when we started playing against uh, grade A, sub-grade A sides when we started playing the types of Pakistan, uh, even Thailand, where the decision-making was a bit different. You know, just kind of like, mm, yeah, might need to freshen up. Gary Brent, 
didn't do well with Rangers last time out when he played at Costa Provincial side. But I would say that he is a person who many people see is capable. If you remember, he did coach um, what was the Mountaineers team and they did, did quite well a couple of years ago. So he is a capable coach. He's assisted by uh, Sinigui Mpofu, who was the assistant coach before. Uh, Trevor Gar is the bowling coach. Fielding coach is Trevor Piri. Analyst is Keith Kulinga. Farai Mabasa is the physiotherapist. Clement Rijiboa, who is, is the fitness trainer, team manager is Caroline, Caroline Nyamande. Uh, the media manager is Yvonne Mangunda, and the team doctor is, is again Dr. Solomon Mazzogo. And looking at the uh, selectors, the selectors convene as Julia Chibaba, uh, and she is assisted, uh, and then Emily Jinjika and Tandom Lilo are involved in the setup for. Uh, what is that uh, for for the senior women's team uh, selectors? Julia Chibaba is also the convener of selectors for this, uh, the under nineteen team. As other selectors are Trevor Guagare and uh, Trevor Piri. The senior women's national team captain is Marianne Musonda, and Josephine Como is the vice captain. So no changes there. Finally, the last one I want to check out for is the uh, is the under nineteen levels. Prosperseya retains the coaching. Keith Kulinga is the is the analyst. Dilip Chuhan is the team manager. Dalita Majunga the media manager. Team doctor is Dr. Solomon Zogo. And then the under nineteen women's national team coach is Trevor Piri. Assistant coach is Sinigo Mbofu. Bowling coach is Trevor Gare. Keith Kulinga's analyst Clement Rizuboa. Uh, um, you know everything else is the same as the national team coach. The convener of selectors. I didn't mention earlier that Elton Gubara is the convener of selectors for the men's national team, and uh, Justinas Guatiringa is the uh, is one of the selectors, followed by Pollock uh, Mubobo, Andrew Durham, and Denford Kamundati. All in all, uh, I don't know. The fact that there is no under there's no Zim A side technical app appointments just essentially means. There isn't much Zima side action expected this year. And that, for me, is a disappointment because uh, that Zimbabwe has been crying for that for the longest, that we need Zima matches to be taking place. Uh, if we don't sort that aspect, uh, a lot of our players are going to fall through the cracks or the development is going to be stunted. The guys who had a relatively okay um, domestic season and jettisoning them to the national team messes up their confidence. Like last year, we should have really spent a lot more time with um, Marumani, Tadewanashi Marumani, playing in the Zimbabwe A side, if there was a Zimbabwe A side, but he was jettisoned into the, or into the national team side. And even as he was failing, he, they just kept putting him there. So it's a conversation that that must be had uh, we need to figure out how we're gonna sort this out it's super important it's 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 urgent if i must say it that way that we need to have a zimbabwe a a side that is playing while the rest while the senior side is playing all the other guys have got they've got their a sides getting up to some sort of cricket and stuff and so forth so that's that. And as far as the appointments, I think the appointments, uh, I have my reservations about them. I've expressed some of them. Um, but let's hope that Zimbabwe is going to win matches because it's just, I'm just tired of losing matches. It's just annoying now. I'm just, 
you know, when you see the West Indies coming out of their slump, you got a couple other teams that are just concertedly look like they're getting over the rubbish that they went through. And we're just kind of like, oh, we've just been losing matches for so long. And it's just getting annoying. It's just one of those where you're just like, ah, grow up, grow a pair or something. And a congratulations to Tuskers, coached by Daggy Hondo, for winning the 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 Logan Cup. Congratulations to them. Good good work. I mean, uh, from being one of the worst teams last year to winning the Logan Cup this year, it, it's just incredible. It's just really dope stuff, and I'm really happy for them. Uh, they 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 won it by three points, and um, that's because in the final game. Eagles there beat uh, Mountaineers. Uh, Eagles just needed Mountaineers simply needed to win the match in order to win to win the, the title. No, it was Eagles who beat no no Rocks beat Mountaineers. <laughs> I keep thinking about Rocks and Mountaineers in the context of the final and say, oh no, don't say Rocks versus Mountaineers. Don't say Rocks versus Mountaineers. And speaking of the Rocks versus Mountaineers, that's the final of the Pro Fifty tournament this coming um, weekend on the thirteenth of uh, of uh, March. At the at the uh, on the thirteenth of March at Harare Sports Club, and it's going to pit the two best sides, uh, who are number one and two in the uh, tournament uh, per se in the group stage, uh, with uh, the the what is this? Um, the two sides who played against each other in the season, having beaten each other once each and going into the final. In the first uh, match, Southern Rocks beat uh, Mountaineers by 10 runs. Close match. They made 306 for 6. That was on the 5th of December. And uh, Mountaineers were bowled out for 296 after 49.4 overs. They got the revenge two days later, did um, Mountaineers, when they bowled Southern Rocks out for 131. And uh, Mountaineers uh, reached their target for 100 with. Uh, at, at a canter uh, in 22.1 overs they got to 132 for 2 and won by six uh, by 8 wickets uh, in 22.1 overs so 167 balls remaining now because there's been such a huge break between the finals, uh, between the end of the series, the, the last matches that were played within the, the Pro 50 were played way back in December uh, no, I beg your pardon. They played in January, so it's been a while since uh, since uh, since matches have been played. It's almost two months actually. It's going to be two months since the Pro Fifty finished because it finished on the fourteenth of January. Um, the, the 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 two matches, the two teams won't be carrying any real form into the match. If you do, uh, so this is like a brand new match. It's a one off final. Uh, Rocks versus Mountaineers. Rock. Uh, look, if if you look at the players, uh, Ben Compton is was the top scorer for for the whole tournament, three hundred and sixty one, and he's at Mountaineers. You have to go all the way down to number five for you find Mountaineers Kevin Casuza with two hundred and twenty seven. Further down to get the highest uh, for Rocks is number eight, uh, nine rather is is Sikandar Razo two hundred and seven, followed by Ben Curran one ninety seven. Where the, uh, the 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 um, the 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 folks over at uh, where the, the the rocks have flustered or you know struggled in as far as the run making they have uh, you know compensated for 
in wicket taking while the top three wicket takers are from teams that are already out Sean Williams with 15 uh, wickets and um, uh, Elit Masugu uh, with 14 and uh, Karl Mumba with 14 then at 12 is Tendai Chitara for Mountaineers but after that the next three Blessing Muzarabani uh, Trevor Mutsamba and uh, Sikanda Raza are from Southern Rocks so th there is a, a, a case there for you know the the, the strength of the bowling that uh, rocks come with against uh, the powerful batting that seems to come from uh, from um, from mountaineers. So that's I think that's going to be the big big headline in as far as what what this uh, what this final is going to be about. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see if Tadiwa Nashimarmani get some of his big hitting going. Uh, Sikana Raza is finding some good form in the red ball format. Uh, he, during the four, uh, the five-day matches where he played for Northerns and Southerns, he made some really handy runs and did uh, performed really well. Um, also, you know, looking at it, Tendai Chatara has taken a rest, so has uh, Blessing Zarabani in the five-day matches. So they will come in fresh, so it's going to be national team teammates up against each other in the final um so it's going to make for a very interesting match in my opinion it's gonna is what what you're gonna find a lot of what's going to be happening is where the teams really get have a go uh, at the bat on the batting end because the the pitch is harari's uh, sports club is turning out to be a bit flat nowadays it's not as it's not as lively as it used to be but if you get it early early doors then something could happen but a, a clutch player uh, that could be for um, for uh, for Mountaineers is Wellington Masakadza, who's been showing some incredible form with both both bat and ball in recent times, and I think he could be a key player. And if Mountaineer or rather if Rocks target him, there's not much else that's, that's been happening around. Uh, although of course Tony Munyonga has been showing a bit of promise, the promise they've been always been thinking about him. It depends on whether Shingima Masakatsu um, gets picked because he can play quite a bit of an innings towards the end. But that means there might be a a, a, a a premium bowler, light or whatever the case may be. But I don't know. It's I don't know what you think. The match, the final is on on the thirteenth of March at Harare Sports Club. Fans are allowed, so do make your way there. It's, you know, let's make a day of it. Let's have fun with it. Uh, I will be there. I'll walk in the crowd from time to time. And take pictures and maybe buy you a bear. I don't know. <laughs> and finally, uh, the T women's T20 uh, and men's T20 tournaments. The tournament is starting. Uh, if the Zimbabwe Cricket app is to is to go by on the 16th of March, and what's going to happen is that there are going to be a couple of matches per day, and the morning match is going to be a, a, a women's match. Uh, and then the afternoon match is going to be a men's match, which is pretty exciting for me because then guys can come in in the morning. If you want to watch a, a full game of cricket in the T20 tournament, you can find watch the ladies in the morning, see what's happening with the ladies, and then afternoon watch the men's match because, of course, the men's match always get the bigger headline. The national team players will be there involved and things of that nature. So there will be that, that's excitement for me, and I think that putting those side by side is, is is a big win for me as far as Zimbabwe cricket is concerned. It creates a headline for the women's game. I've always felt that it could benefit a lot more from having uh, 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 it played alongside the men's game because the men's game, while of course the domestic match still needs, matches still need a bit of marketing, 
I think having women playing on the same day as men, guys were coming in, say, okay, let's watch women's game. You know, it, it, it gives a lot of flavor. And if we have a, a double final on the day, on the final day, trust me, that's, that's, that's an easy sell. That's a sell that, that sells itself. <laughs> sell that sells itself. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you want to catch up with what the fixtures are, you can catch up with a wonderful app that Zimbabwe Cricket, Cricket, Cricket came up with. They've got the Zimbabwe Cricket app. And that goes down even to... Uh, domestic cricket, uh, club cricket, domestic cricket, of course, but club cricket. So you can catch up what's happening. I've been following what's happening with Takashinga one and two, old Hararians. Uh, you know, you can see what the players outside the the, the provincial level or who are provincial and playing in club level are doing. So that also kind of gives me you the prayer, the uh, you know access to the stats when. The new season comes in and players are give, getting given contracts and you go back and look at the stats and you say, oh, wait a minute, why does this person have a contract when they averaged five during the series and took no wickets? Then you can ask those questions. So you've got a lot of that data and there's a lot to do with that data. And the good thing, of course, then the us as a podcast going to have a lot of material to go through. Yeah. So that's that. Uh, take care of yourself, the people that you love. Uh, the Clubhouse End podcast is available on any audio catcher uh, that you use. That means if you use um, the iTunes, what they call it, Apple now, Spotify, it's available on Google as a Podchaser, a Podcast Index, anywhere that you just look for it, uh, it, it's available. And you can subscribe so you get a notification every time there's a, there's a new podcast. Uh, uh, thing that comes out. I'll be having a couple of interviews in the next couple of weeks, especially after the season ends. There are some uh, retired players that have lined up that we're going to have chats with it to see life after retirement. So, and then also developments that have been happening in the game of cricket. I'm working on getting that interview with Hamilton Masakadza. was planning to do this week, but he's away. So I'll try and get it for next week. So yeah, yeah. I'm going to try and get it for next week. <laughs> Okay, uh, my name is Larry Kuiriray on Twitter at K-W-I-R-I-R-A-Y-I. I say take care of yourself. Let's see you guys at the domestic matches. Fans are allowed. So, And I say download the app to find out where the matches are taking place, fixtures and so forth. Otherwise, as I say from where I come from, I see you, Siasevenza. Take care of yourself. to an end. But the fun doesn't have to stop here. If you have any questions, suggestions or feedback, head over right now to Twitter and Facebook and like, share and get involved. Join us next time.